In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's go see, stuttered the terrified shepherds to each other after the angelic choir had returned to heaven, tucked out of their view. And what did they see? What do we see? Apart from a somewhat bizarre food trough crib, the scene that they saw is distinctly not noteworthy. A few thousand years previous, when Moses went in to tell Pharaoh that he must set the people of Israel free so that they could go and worship God, an act which set in motion the salvation event of the Old Testament, Moses blasted off sign after sign like a Fourth of July fireworks event. It was big, loud, and obvious. God was at work rescuing his people. There was water turned into blood. There were boils and flies and gnats and frogs. It was wild. And the sign that the angels give to the shepherds, on the other hand, is about as normal as it gets. They're going to find a baby, wait for it, wrapped in a blanket. I mean, there's nothing remarkable about this. This has been a difficult year. Anxiety, uncertainty, polarization. Our relationships are starting to fray and our mental health is showing cracks and we're tired. And there are people around us on opposite sides of any number of issues who are increasingly willing to act out with violence toward others in an attempt to make themselves heard. A ruling class is bloated with greed and lust and gripped by a partisan infantile thoughtlessness. Our neighbors are lost in addiction and poverty. Abuse, dysfunction, fracture. The temptation that is with us tonight and will no doubt be with us for some time to come is to go looking for an Augustus a leader who is worthy of our devotion. August Caesars are easy to spot. They tend to have gleaming smiles and chiseled jaws. You can feel it when they walk into the room. The signs of power and charisma and wealth drip off of them like perfumed oils. But the peace that these Caesars offer always comes at the business end of a sword. The world has often been dark, and faith has always been difficult. Sure, the shepherds had the assist of a terrifying and blinding angelic choir, but when they went and actually saw the thing they were told to look for, to an outsider, it would be almost nonsensical, practically nothing. A baby swaddled in a blanket it can be difficult to make the algebra of the incarnation fit. How the eternal creator God could be born as a baby boy. The one who holds the entire universe in his hand now has his arms pressed to him, unable to break free from a blanket. But the mystery of the incarnation, 
a mystery that we are to return to again and again, indeed one that we will never move past, is not primarily an intellectual puzzle for us to work out in our minds. The incarnation is a mystery that draws us in and requires of us a new kind of vision, a seeing that goes beyond what we are able to take in with our flesh. All of which is to say, from the beginning, Christ has approached us in hiddenness, as even now with the eyes of faith, we see him hidden in the bread and the wine, the child laid in a food trough become food for the world. The peace, hope, joy, light, and love of Christmas have not dissipated in the midst of a dark world. They have not disappeared, but they are not available to us by our usual means of acquisition. They are not taken by those who grasp with power and skill. These gifts of the child Christ are given to the meek, the poor, the hungry. They are given over to the little, last, and lost. These gifts of Christ, the gifts of peace and hope and light in the midst of darkness are revealed to us as we cease our attempt at grasping control and instead open our hands to the difficult beauty of love, offering up all that we are, all that we have, in a sacrifice of praise to this child wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Christ is born. Glorify him. Amen.